listening to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. I am excited to bring to you today how to get your income unstuck. So I hear from entrepreneurs and small business owners, as well as individuals working in the corporate realm all the time that, you know, they had success for a period, they got to a certain level, and then they just seem to be stuck. And for many people, this just so happens to land somewhere right around the $100,000 mark. Um, You know, it takes a monumental effort typically to get to that level. And then people really are setting their sights on, you know, the 250 or the million dollars mark in their business or their income and they really begin to struggle and they plateau because it's often different things than you think that actually will be the triggers to unlock that next level in your business or in your income. And so I really want to hone in on that today. And as always, it's typically found within the mindset much more so than the mechanics. However, in this instance, it's the mindset and mechanics that work together to uncap your income. So just a little short story about myself and my own experience in this area. You know, um, for those of you that have been following me or in my community for a while, you know that my background is in working for a Fortune 500 firm. I was promoted seven times in my first eight years in the company and was running over 17 branches up and down the East Coast, traveling and, you know, managing and coaching, you know, a lot of individuals having a lot of success. And, you know, for me, I, I got to a point you know, both from an income as well as an energy standpoint that I knew it was time to start my own business. And so I took a very sharp turn towards entrepreneurship. And, you know, one of the really telling moments for me was when I was looking at my income, which I had probably grown, you know, seven, eight times over at that point since I started and was making a nice, healthy, multi six figure income. You know, I looked at the income of the CEO, which because we are a publicly traded company, is published and it is, you know, open out there in the environment. And I took a look at that and I said, you know what, even if I achieve the quote unquote ultimate success in this business and I become the CEO, I still am not going to be able to achieve my income goals. And I knew based on what I was producing for that company at the time that I was more than capable of achieving more than a multi-million dollar income. And so I said to myself, you know, how can I look myself in the mirror every day and keep going on a path, you know, and, and working as hard as I am when I know that even if I get to the ultimate goal, it's not going to put me on track for where I want to be financially, given what I want to be able to do for my family. And, you know, sometimes it's a really hard thing coming to terms with the fact that you achieved exactly what you set out to do. And then you get there and realize it's not at all what you really want. 
And I think sometimes it's human nature to hold on to a goal or hold on to a path that we're on or even to get stuck in a rut or comfortable in a certain situation. And even though we know that situation is no longer serving us, we don't make a move. We don't do what we need to do to put ourselves in the game and and in position to be able to achieve what we really want in life. And so, you know, I think the biggest thing that you have to think about when you look at getting your income unstuck is the fact that number one, 90% of self-made millionaires did it in their own business. That bears repeating. 90% of self-made millionaires did it in their own business. So for me, that's why I knew, not that I was going to wake up one day and just quit my job, um, but I knew that if I wanted to be a self-made millionaire, which I did not come from money and I had no fallback position, I knew that it was not a choice anymore. I had to start my own business if I wanted to achieve my goals. And nine out of every 10 people that become self-made millionaires do it in their own business. And so that's something for you to really think about if you've been feeling stuck. And then you might say, you know, well, I do have a business. I, I have been running my own business. I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs tuning in to listen. And, you know, the question that you have to ask yourself is, you know, yes, you may have started your own business, but are you truly a master at the craft of growing your business? And one of the biggest things that I help to teach the people in my programs, my students and participants in in my coaching is that, you know, there are two unique and completely different aspects of your business. There's the craft of what you do, the service or the product that you provide to people. And then there's the other 80% of what your business is all about, which is the sales, the marketing, the business growth strategy. And that's what's going to keep you in business and allow you to achieve your goals. And so most of the time, what I find when an entrepreneur is stuck in their income, it's typically that while yes, they may be an expert in their craft. They are not yet an expert in the core areas that they're going to need to master in order to create consistent breakthroughs in their income. So an important distinction to look at there. You have to get yourself in a position to uncap your income and get in control of your outcomes. So if you're currently in an employee, it's probably going to come down to at some point you starting your own business, even if it's on the side. And I realize that in today's environment, it can be very difficult to do this. I mean, I, I don't know any time um, more so than today that people are overworked, underpaid and so incredibly busy that they can't fit one more thing into their life. But literally, if you start off even with just an hour a day, starting to leverage your skill set and, you know, start figuring out how you can take what you are really good at and use it to serve people, you can build a six figure side business even while continuing to work in your full time job. And I know this from experience. I did this while working full time. And I know that you can too, with some of the right training and, and focus and studying and, and, you know, investment in your own knowledge base and understanding of how to do this. So the thing that always pops up when we have these conversations, you know, especially with people that haven't yet started their own business is that, you know, 80% of businesses fail in the first three years. And this is absolutely true. And being a business coach myself, I'm 100% not surprised by this. And I'm quite sure that this will continue. 
And I say that because of a couple things. Number one, most entrepreneurs and small business owners are not experts at what it takes to build a business. And you don't learn that in school. So unless you up and put yourself in a training and coaching program to learn how to build a successful business, to learn how to negotiate, to learn how to do pricing, to learn how to do sales and marketing and copywriting, to get an internet blueprint for how you can succeed online, unless you put yourself in that game and get yourself supported with resources all around you to make that possible, it is very likely that you will fail. And, you know, it's not just the first three years, the trends continue well after that, because although many businesses, you know, 20% of them or such, you know, are able to continue to stay in business, that doesn't mean that they're profitable or that the business owner is experiencing any sort of freedom, you know, or abundance that's supposed to come with owning your own business. So one of the big reasons why 80% of the businesses fail is because of what we just shared, that most people do simply do not have the knowledge or understanding or resources that they need to invest in for themselves to gain an understanding of how to do that. The other big thing is focus. And focus is power. Focus is what allows you to create a breakthrough in your business and in your income. I want to stress the fact that if you are currently an employee, whether you are, you know, someone that's looking to move up in the organization or get from a, you know, an entry level position to a management or management to C level, or even you're someone that wants to stay in your current role, but maybe isn't tapping into the full bonus potential that's available for you. Focus is power. Learn the 80-20 rule. Learn which of your activities actually impact your income in a positive way. Measure and track. When you focus on managing your activity and you align what you do, how you think, and your behavior with the exact areas that impact your income, your income is going to start to grow. When you start measuring the amount of income coming into your bank account each day of the week, each day of the month, you begin to focus on aligning your behavior and your thoughts and your actions with the things that are going to trigger a response in that area. Most people hate logging into their bank account because all they see are red, 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 all the debits um, and very few credits coming in. Right. So, you know, one of the things that you should commit to in your business and, and, you know, as you progress in trying to get yourself unstuck in your income is, you know, do you want income coming into your bank account every day? Do you want it coming in three times a week? Do you want it at least coming in every single week? You know, get out of that employee mindset of getting a paycheck every other, you know, week and get into the mindset of the entrepreneurial spirit of the fact that you have control. You can pick up the phone. You can send an email. You can book yourself for a speaking engagement. You can get yourself on a podcast interview any day, any time that's going to allow you to have the opportunity to connect with the people that want and need what you are offering that are willing to pay a premium to get it because they see the value in how you can help them. 
So focus is the other thing. You know, most of my clients, when they initially come to me, what I find is that they're working more hours than they were, you know, when they had a job for less income. And obviously my job is to fix that. And so one of the things that we start with is their pricing, you know, almost always we, you know, need to increase their pricing and we typically do that within the first 30 days. But the second thing that we do is we really evaluate how they're spending their time and how you spend your time has a direct impact on your income. Now, somewhere along the lines, the, the line between busy and productive got blurred. And what happened is we all got really, really busy and we all have all these things that we're doing throughout the course of the day, every single day. But the problem is, is the vast majority of those things do not actually impact our income. And therefore, if you're not spending the majority of your time and focus on something, it's going to be very hard to impact it. So now is a good time for you to really assess, you know, how many hours a week are you spending on profit producing activities? How many hours a week are you spending connecting directly with prospects in your area of expertise that want and need what you're offering? That focus is so incredibly powerful. And, you know, just to reiterate again, you have to measure and track what it is that you want to expand. So if you want your income to expand, start tracking, start giving yourself credit and getting excited for every day that more income comes into your bank account and challenge yourself to cross off as many days in the month as you possibly can that you have a new credit coming into your bank account. So, you know, getting good at the areas that you need to be good at in order to succeed, staying focused on the things that matter. You know, it's more important to have three or four mechanisms for marketing and growing your business than it is to have 20, half of which are not really doing anything because you're not actually investing enough in them for them to pay off and make a difference in your income. And then a big one is the 10,000 hour rule. Hopefully everyone that has, you know, is listening has heard of the 10,000 hour rule. So it takes 10,000 hours of anything to master it. So if you're struggling in the areas of growing your business, growing your income, sales, marketing, copywriting, online marketing, whatever it is, if you're struggling in an area of your business and you know that that area is directly connected to your ability to succeed at the next level, you need to either outsource it and get help from someone who is an absolute expert in that field, which that's completely fine. You don't have to master everything. You definitely want to master the things that are going to be the most key to your success because you want to have, you know, control over your outcomes and control over your, your income. Uh, But certainly you can outsource those areas to someone who is an expert in that area. Or the other, the other side of the coin is that you have to do what it takes to succeed. You have to spend more time on it. And, you know, I, I think you probably, if you listen to episode one, we talked about, you know, athletes, you know, they wake up in the morning and, and think about how many hours an athlete spends training and practicing and studying and watching tapes just in preparation for their official practices to get themselves mentally and physically ready to perform. And so you have to ask yourself, are you going through your day running, 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 uh, busy and, you know, um, just crammed in with a whole bunch of to do's, but not a whole lot of things of substance that actually matter, 
things that actually carry weight to them that are going to, you know, be the trigger point and, and the tipping point for unlocking the next level of income for you. So, you know, there's certain things that that people that are willing to, you know, do what it takes to succeed, commit to doing. You know, some of those things are studying, training, reading, putting themselves in the game, getting help, getting mentoring, getting coaching, um, really investing in themselves because you have unlimited human potential. And the more that you invest in yourself, the more that you're going to grow your capabilities and grow your ability to impact the areas that you care about most. What I always say to my clients is that if you want more in your life, you have to be more. So if you want to learn how to be more, it's not just about honing your skills, but it's also about growing your mindset. It's about expanding your mindset. It's about proclaiming that higher level goal that you want to achieve but also being willing to do the actions and take the steps that align with you getting there. And that's the biggest disconnect that I see with people today is that, you know, they want to set that high goal. They want to achieve at a high level. They want to get their their business to the million dollar mark or beyond, but they're not doing all of the things that all the other people had to do in order to get there. And so, you know, one of the great recommendations I can give for anybody listening is, you know, the people that you admire and that you follow and that you read about and study, make sure that you go back and listen and read and absorb their story. You know, really get a flavor for what they had to do in the beginning stages of their business to get to where they are. Because sometimes the reason that you can't make progress in your business or the reason why you're struggling is that you're modeling behaviors that are a mismatch for the level that you're at in your business or in your development right now. You have to model the behaviors that you know, people had to do to get to that level and make sure that you're aligning where you're at and what you need to do with the level that you're trying to achieve. But also it needs to be in line with where you're trying to go. So it has to be a balance of, you know, at your, if you're in phase one of growing your business, you're in the hustle phase. You know, you need to be knocking on doors. You need to be picking up the phone. You need to be getting out to conferences. You need to be getting out from behind your computer. You need to be connecting with people and building a real audience and building real connections with people that can get to know you and start going through that know, like, and trust factor. If you're in the expansion phase where you already have that full good base of business, then you have to look at multiple streams of income and you have to look at leveraging your time and building your team and, you know, really how you can um, get some passive income going in your business, you know, and then obviously influencing you move on from there. But, you know, you have to look at what is a match for the level of business that you're at right now and what are the things that everyone else that got to the level that you want to get to are doing and have done and make sure that you're incorporating them into your path. Because if you think you're going to be able to sidestep some of the core elements that those individuals needed to do in order to get there, you you may be really disappointed with your outcomes because it's some of those things that we as human beings innately want most to avoid and that make us most uncomfortable that are truly the most most important aspect of what's going to get us to where we want to be. So the first step in creating a breakthrough in your income is really identifying and understanding what it is that's going to change things. What is the change that needs to be made in your behavior, 
your actions, your skill set, the way that you're positioning yourself, the way that you're pricing your business, understand the problem. Get clear on the problem. And if you're not clear, there are plenty of people out there that specialize in helping people to grow businesses that can walk you through those steps and help you to identify why it's broken and what needs to be corrected or changed in order to get it working properly. Step two is committing to doing what it takes. So, I mean, you know, step two is get into action and start working on it. And this applies to, you know, even if you're an employee in an organization, it's, you know, about how do you make the company more money or save them more money? How do you make a bigger impact? How do you make yourself invaluable? So step two is getting into action and committing to doing what it takes to solve that problem and to turn that weakness into a strength, either for yourself or for your organization. And then step three is following through. Most people give up way before they reach the 10,000 hours that are necessary to become an expert at what it is that they're trying to achieve. So don't mistake um, a lack of instant gratification for uh, what you're doing not working. You know, those are two totally different things. You know, the cycle of success and the reason why so few people achieve extraordinary levels of success is that it is a bit confusing, You know, the journey can be confusing because you're not getting that instant gratification. You're not getting that immediate positive feedback that you're looking for. And sometimes you may be even months or weeks into working on something and you still haven't gotten that validation that you're looking for. And you start to question yourself and you say, who am I to do this? Who am I to be putting myself out there? Who am I to think that I can achieve this? And then we start shriveling up and shrinking back into that person that we were in the past, not the person that we want to be in the future. So realize that it does take time. And, you know, every overnight success story was years and years in the making. And you can be that next success story if you're willing to commit, if you're being patient with yourself, be willing to make mistakes, understand the problem, commit to the action that it's going to take to have an impact, and then commit to following through. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week. We'll see you next time.